It's a really weird balance on social media because you want to be yourself and show your personality and all this, but our followers, who are 90% from America's Next Top Model, yeah. want to see us doing weird modeling shoots. Yeah, they really and do. like you said, most of the shoots that we do here in LA are, you know, lifestyle, e-com, yeah. lifestyle, <laughs> smiles, yeah. you know, um, not the most interesting things. Yeah. Sometimes I think we should share those more often because they'd at least be like, oh, look, she's doing something. Yeah, seriously. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Not So Glamorous with me, your host, Kyla Coleman, where we talk about the not so glamorous life of being a model. Today I have with me my fellow ANTM winner from the cycle before me and my Washington sister, India. <laughs> Hello everybody. Thank you so much for being here. Of course. Also, um, I have with me my little puppy who's currently crying. So if you guys hear any whining, it's her. Her name is Zoe. Okay. (laughs) So growing up in Washington, um, like I know firsthand that modeling isn't like a thing up there. Like there's like a few agencies. I have an agency up there, but it's not like like a goal for a lot of young girls or it's like something really attainable. Um, And so I remember watching Cycle 23 and you mentioning that you were an athlete which I was too, which I feel like a lot of us are because there's nothing to do up there. (laughs) Um, So I was just wondering, like, what age did you get into modeling and, like, what made you, like, want to model? I started when I was 16 years old, so pretty dang early, I guess. Um, And I had always watched America's Next Top Model, like I think you said you had too. And I was obsessed and always wanted to be on the show and all that. And um, then one day out of the blue, I was at – what is that called? The museum in Seattle. I forget what it's called. Um, and just some lady came up to me and scouted me for modeling. And so I ended up vis- visiting a couple different agencies there. And that's how it all began. Were your parents like, no, like, don't do it? Or they were like supportive? No, they were supportive. I had my driver's license at that point. So you could do whatever what you could they really say? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I remember when I was younger, like there was like scouts in like the mall. And my mom would be like, you're not doing that yet. Because yeah. I think she knew that like, I wasn't ready because I don't think if I started at 16, I would have been like, okay. I feel like I would have been like a little bit destroyed because being told like no all the time Mm -hmm. and like people being so critical of your body, especially back then, which wasn't like back then, but that's like 2015, 14, 13. It wasn't as like open-minded as is now. Yeah, And I was definitely more muscular and I feel like they would be like, um... I remember in the beginning of my career, that was my biggest critique is that I had these shoulders from playing volleyball. Same, that was same for me. I was like, I don't know what to say. I'm just playing sports. I'm not doing anything crazy to bulk up. I'm not like doing muscle power lifting. (laughs) I'm just doing typical modeling. I mean, like typical workouts for my sports. Right. And then it was always so hard for me, too, because they would be like, you need to lose this muscle. But it's like, well, I want to win my game. Yes. So it's like I can't like my team's depending on me. And like if I become this like weak person just to like look good for modeling that yeah. I'm not gonna be not like gonna work. <laughs> yeah it's not gonna work so I feel like that was kind of hard for yeah. me and you gotta have a good head on your shoulders when before you start modeling mm-hmm. I've always said that like especially if you're gonna go in under 18 just like that's my biggest advice is make sure that you're confident with yourself and do not let anybody's harsh words get to you and it's hard to say to someone who's like just basically going through puberty like people get in at 12 yeah. 13 years old and I think that's the biggest thing. Just go in with a strong head, um, good support system behind you before you get started. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because 
It, it is harsh, yeah. especially when you're young. Yeah, which is cool that you could be able to do that at 16 and have like the head for that because that takes a lot of strength. Yeah. Yeah. So like when you were 16 and you were getting told like no no's for jobs and stuff, like how did you like take those no's? You know what? It was pretty dang hard to be honest. And I took a lot of it to heart, which is not good. And mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't say I had, I definitely didn't have any like, you know, eating disorder, things like that, but it really did get to me and affect me. And I think the thing that got me through it is my family, for sure. Yeah. I have the best family in the whole world. And, like, I can tell my parents anything. And if I didn't have them constantly telling me, like, you're good, you're perfect, don't listen to them. Yeah. I, I mean, I can totally see how people would go downhill yeah. mentally. Yeah, which is great that you have family support because I think I would have gone that. Because I feel like at, at that age, too, is when you're comparing your body to everyone. Mm-hmm. when your body is changing. And even, Absolutely. like, now sometimes I think, like, oh, if I was, like, thinner here, like, maybe I would have gotten this job or, like, if I was, mm-hmm. like, thinner. And so even at 22, I'm thinking that with, like, yeah. a way better clarity and, like, sense of self. So right. at 18, when I was, like, not really knowing who I was or my body was, like, being weird and having being told those things would have been so crazy. Yeah. And you probably know now it's not just, like, oh, I wish I was thinner. In the modeling world, it's, like, oh, gosh, I wish my fingers were longer Literally, and thinner. And yeah. I wish my shoulders were smaller. Yeah. And I wish, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And It's so many things. Yeah. Like, I have an eyebrow that I just want to change completely. And it's, <laughs> right. like, it's my fucking eyebrow. Yeah. Nobody cares about eyebrows. But exactly. it's, like, because you're constantly looking at other people and other images, it's just, like, there's so many things that you want, like, different about yourself. And it's not yeah. that, like, not, it's not to say that you're not comfortable in how you are, mm-hmm. but it's, like, career-wise it's like I feel like if I looked had like this nose or this eyebrow I'd be more successful and then we see other models like who kind of change their looks and it's like they get more success after their look changes and so for me it's like okay well if I got a nose job like (laughs) what do I get that Dior campaign or right I know who knows you always second guess yourself but I guess honestly that's what makes supermodels supermodels yeah they have those weird quirks and yeah that's another thing I try and tell myself to stay comfortable is like Okay, well, not every model is has has curves like me, or yeah. you know, whatever. There's something it might unique be. about everybody, yeah. yeah, and that's what makes us us, and that's what is gonna make us successful. Totally. So, like you mentioned, you grew up watching ANTM, and I think yeah. it was just like an integral part of everyone's childhood. Like, even if you didn't like care about the modeling industry, right. you watched it. Um, and I grew up watching almost every season. Um, but I never considered being on the show, like, because I just didn't think it was something that like I could do because I was an athlete and like. Like I said, like modeling wasn't like a thing for me. So mm-hmm. I was just like a fan, I guess. But for you, was it like a big dream of yours to be like on the show? And then like, what was the journey like for you? Like once you got on? Okay. Um, so yeah, I watched America's Next Top Model and always dreamt of doing it, but you never actually think you're going to do it, of course. You're yeah. just like, oh yeah, That'd I'm going to go so on cool. that show yeah. one day. And it, it's actually pretty funny. Deep down in my Facebook, there's this photo of me and two of my friends and we're like doing model poses and it said like, America's next top model. And You've spoken into existence. <laughs> like you exactly. knew. Yeah, you manifested your, your destiny. Right. Yeah. So funny, crazy. but yeah, I was a huge fan of the show and I know we're going to discuss this later, but I wanted to DJ. That was a, a dream of mine. And um, I was going to go to music school in Berlin. Mm-hmm. And wow. all of a sudden, I was just thinking, like, am I really going to give up on modeling? Am I really done? I don't want to just leave and go pursue something totally different. I'm not ready to be completely finished. So I said, you know what? It's always been a dream to go on America's Next Top Model. Let's see if there's an application up. Why not give it a go wow. before I leave? Yeah, And... Is so funny because once I did get on the show, 
um, you know, you don't get to talk to your parents very often. Oh, yeah, but never. I didn't want them to pull me out of my, um, my schooling yet. Oh, until yeah. I knew that I had made it a certain point, mm-hmm. <laughs> if that makes sense. Because yeah. I was like, oh, if I do well, I'm not going to go to school. If I don't do so well on the show, Might like, as well just keep my school. tuition. Yeah. I want to go to the school. So every time we'd talk, I'd be like, still doing well, still on, oh, it's like still hint here. To them. Yeah. And so eventually they're the ones who pulled the trigger, canceled my tuition, I guess. And, yeah. And um, I decided to keep modeling. So here we are still doing it. That's good, though, that you made that decision and you didn't like because I always think it's good to have a backup plan because people are just like we live in this world where it's like quit your day job, like go choose your dreams. Of course. Yes. Do that 100 percent. But also like have a backup plan or like if you're not stable enough to quit your day job, maybe don't do that or like always do what makes you happy. But always keep that like backup plan and like try different things and Mm -hmm. like just go for it. Totally. And have other passions, too, I think. Yeah, for sure. If you pigeonhole yourself into just modeling, as you know, I don't think that's a good idea. Not at all. You want to be doing other things. And, like, look at you. You have this podcast and you have other things going on. And um, I think the people who get so into, like, I want to be a model. This is exactly what I want to do. They're the ones who end up struggling later because they never explored other options, maybe. And also because this industry can kind of take a toll on you. And Mm -hmm. so if you're not doing something that also can make you happy, even if it's just like going to play beach volleyball with your friends or just like anything, like just to kind of keep you stable and like sane, I guess. So um, random, but Carrie scouted you too. Yeah, that's what I was going to, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Isn't that crazy? She scouted both of us. Um, So when you applied, did you apply online or did you get scouted? Because I know Carrie, shout out to Carrie, because she she picks winners because (laughs) she scouted both of us Mm -hmm. and she scouted me just off Instagram. Like she saw a selfie of mine, liked it and um, DM me and was like, hey, apply for ANTM. And I was like, what? Like, I can't that's crazy. That. Yeah, that's especially because oh like God. I literally had no pictures. I had like one selfie and I was blonde in it. Wow. Yeah, and it was like from when I was like 18 years old. And yeah, she was just like, "Um, help you apply." And I was like, "Are you sure? <laughs> like is this a real thing?" And then how I cuz she casted Binta too, I believe. Oh yeah. And okay. so cool. um I remember I was like, "Okay, is this girl real or like not real?" cuz if she's real, like maybe I'll give it a go. And then I saw like I went on like Binta's page and like your page and you guys had like tagged her, like she she had like followed you or something and I was yeah. like, "Oh, like she's a legit person. Like I should totally yeah. just give her a shot." And she's so great too. She like is. she's a great person. Yeah, she really is. I can't believe you were scouted off Instagram. I know. <laughs> That's so awesome. Did you have to you applied? Yeah, I applied. Um yeah, randomly, like I said, I was going to go to school and then just went online and um, was praying that there'd be an application and there was, and yeah. there we go. <laughs> did a lot of the girls from your season get casted off Instagram or do you not really know? Because I know a yeah, lot of I girls. Think a lot did. Yeah. yeah. But you didn't have a big social media following yeah, before the show, right? I she think just, she probably found me, honestly, from like, because Seattle, like maybe like my agency or something, yeah. like interaction. I don't have any idea because I didn't even model with my agency up there. I mean, oh, really? they were like following me, of course, but wasn't like on their page because I wasn't doing anything. Oh, okay. But yeah, it was so, so strange, but she's amazing. And I'm so, yes, like I owe literally my her. life to her because she's the one that like found me. 
but she's great. That's crazy. What a good story. <laughs> I know. Um, and actually, I remember when um, she was casting me, she was like, yeah, like India from this site. Because you guys were still, it was still airing. So you hadn't okay. like officially won yet to like our eyes. And she was like, yeah, I scouted India and like all this other stuff. And then when she found out I won, she was like, I, I get, like I choose winners. Isn't that like, crazy? Yeah, two in like, a row for Carrie. Row. Okay. And both from Washington. So she just... Yeah. She's got the streak going. And I remember when I won too, everyone's like, oh my God, Washington just like has the best girls. It's like, I know. <laughs> I know they do. Seattle's the best. Yeah. But also I feel like, are you fr- are you from actual Seattle? Like Seattle, uh, Seattle? Yeah. Actually, originally from there. And then really? I grew up in the Bellevue area. The, but Which is still pretty much Seattle. Yeah. Pretty much Seattle. Yeah. But I'm you're not from, from South. Olympia, Lacey. Yeah. Yeah. But so I say Seattle. Yeah. And then when I say, when I go to the East Coast, when I say Washington, I have to just say Seattle. Right. Because it's like Washington, D.C. DC. Yeah. yeah. I just say Seattle. Yeah. I just say Seattle across the board and I'm like an hour from there. And like my town looks nothing like <laughs> Seattle, but I just say Seattle. Even here. Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> even here when I say like, I lived in Portland, they're like, where's that? I'm like one really? state above you. Oh, like, gosh. Yeah. People don't even know where Portland is. So but. you moved down there f- for what? For school or just for my living? family? Just Your so family. while we were filming ANTM, um, you know, we don't get to talk to our parents. My whole family yeah. just up and moves to Portland because my mom got like a new job. Really? Yeah. And then on like the last day, like I know I won everything, but so I had to like hide in a closet the whole day because like we're doing like exit interviews, whatever. Right. So I'm like literally in a closet for like eight hours, <laughs> just sitting there with like one, like this guy. Oh my God. And um, this lady walks in. She's like, oh, by the way, because like, we leave tomorrow. And she's like, by the way, you're, le- you're um, we're switching your ticket to Portland, Oregon. And I was like, oh, like, funny joke. Like, you've trapped me in a closet for eight hours. Like, you guys are just obviously pranking me. No, no. Like, for real, my family moved. And then like, my mom, wow. like, picked me up from the airport. And I was just, like, in a new home in, like, a new town. And I feel like transitioning from being in that situation for six weeks, coming back home is already difficult. But then I did it in a yeah. whole new town. So right. I was like, damn. And I had, like, no friends. Not that, like, making friends is, like, hard. Or, like, at 22, you need, like, a bunch of, like, friends. Like, you're in a new school. But it was still really weird. And I was still going to school in Seattle because oh, I really? didn't transfer my credits. Okay. Yeah. So I was, wow. like, tr- I was driving, like, three hours to get to school. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. It was crazy. Oh and it was, I think it took a lot on, like, me mentally because, like, I was, like, you know how it is. Like, you had cameras in your face for six weeks. Like, you were secluded from the entire world. Yeah. Like, you didn't have your phone. Like, you had to wake up and put a mic on. Like, there's all these rules you're living by. And then you're just, like, home. Yeah. And, like, you have a phone. And you can, like, Instantly. talk to people. And you can, like, you have to, like, catch up on six weeks of, like, drama and, like, yeah. all this stuff. And you're just, like, what? Like, what's going Isn't on? Isn't it just crazy? Mm-hmm. And, and I you can't lo- tell anybody that you won. That's yeah, the, that that's the, the hard part, too. And then everyone's, like, how did you not tell anyone? I was, like, because you can get sued for, yeah. like, two million or something like that. And I was, did like, you tell anybody? No, Should I we didn't. be saying this now? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't tell anybody. And my dad, I remember when I won, my dad, like, cried. And I was, like, how did, how did you keep a secret? And I was, like, it's not that, like... I'm like a bad secret keeper or anything, but also like when you're gonna get sued for two million dollars. Yeah, I can't believe you didn't tell your parents. I told my parents. Did Sorry, ANTM. <laughs> yes, I didn't tell my parents because I want. I think I wanted them to be surprised because I was like, I don't know if you watched, but I was like obviously like the the quote underdog. So I feel like they didn't like expect me to really win, and so right. I wanted them to be like surprised, like well our daughter who like does because I remember my younger brother too like the day before I left he's like should you like google like how to model like some poses oh or like YouTube I was like no I think they're gonna teach me because that's what it was yeah. like when I watched ANTM like they taught the girls the challenges yeah and the lessons and yeah stuff. and none of the girls modeled before really like they always had like that one girl who was like a diva who like did pageants or modeled or right. something but not every girl was like a model already but I feel like in your and my cycle both 
like a lot of girls had already modeled and like like some girls on my season had modeled for like 12 years and like stuff like that and I had modeled I've been signed to an agency but I didn't live in Seattle so I didn't actually model I was just on the board that's awesome that you were able to go on there and like just Learn kick some ass yeah like. but I feel like it comes from being an athlete and I think same for you you just yeah. tr- muscle memory muscle stuff. memory <laughs> and then just like um the competitiveness but also knowing that like there's so much room for improvement and to get better because mm-hmm. I feel like that's a very good point yeah because yeah. I, I when I I definitely watch your guys cycle I didn't watch your cycle until I knew I was going to be on the show just so I can like get a feel of like what it's like because yeah. I hadn't watched in a while but I remember watching you and I, you just kept saying like how you're an athlete and I was like I could totally tell because I was like she the way she views things is like there's so much room for improvement it's not you never walked around like I'm the best one here like I got this in the bag like I'm totally gonna like win this because you knew that like it is a competition and you have to try and you have to work hard for it and you didn't obviously that worked in your favor yeah and I feel like I kind of took a page out of your book when I went in too because I wasn't like I went in knowing like I had nothing to lose like Mm -hmm. I wasn't a model before so if I was eliminated first oh well because I wasn't a model I was a student and a barista like I have nothing to lose but everything to gain and so it's like let me just take the advice I'm getting I'm only here for six weeks like right let me take all the advice I'm getting and do it and then that's just it's as easy as that I mean it's, it's hard but it's like as easy as just taking advice and doing it that's such a good point with the athletic mindset yeah you too, totally because, had that I could totally tell yeah yeah and, um even if you got called first photo or something like that best photo yeah it's like I think the competitiveness with ourselves too we're yeah. like oh my god I could have done that better yeah, you know and for always sure. well I don't want to um, say criticizing yourself but always wanting to improve wanting and craving mm-hmm. um improvement I guess yeah which is also I think um um I played basketball and my coach always said like the best basketball players have short-term memory meaning like you can do a really good play but like you have to get back on offense yeah. again so forget about the good play you just did and like do it again and so I feel like that was me like I could get like a hundred compliments on like my thing but I'm like okay that's great but also there's a new week that I have to do good at and then there's gonna be a next week that I have to do good at so like I'm grateful but also like I need to keep pushing to the next yeah and there was a time when like we were on the couch and like Shanice and like one of the other girls were like Kyla like you don't give yourself any credit like you like you do great and like but I'm just like you guys don't understand like the competition isn't over like until I win then I did great but then I still have to go do great in my real life and I still have to which is like kind of not a good quality because you should like give yourself credit and appreciate like the small things which I did I was so appreciative but it's also like I know I can do better and there is better to be done and so keep pushing yourself Totally. But still give yourself credit. How was your transition once everybody did know that you won? Yeah. Oh, my God. It was crazy because I think I was living in Portland, but I was, like, living in East Portland. So it's, like, smaller. So everyone just recognized me. And I, like I said, like, I wasn't in a big town before. And, like, I wasn't on social media. So I was never, like, recognized in public. And so many people are coming up to me and, like, crying in tears. And I'm just, like, crying with them almost. I'm just like, you guys, like, I'm just so, like, I was very fortunate to have the following I have and like the respect that I did gain because so many people were so sweet to me and yeah. so kind and even throughout this season like the messages I received and there's people that like I still talk to, to this day that were like supporting me since like day one and oh. like the, I like have them on snapchat and I have like nobody on snapchat and I'm just like checking in on them and they're like checking in on me because they're just so sweet I'm so fortunate to have received that but it was so bizarre like and then I went to like Coachella and like I'm stopped there and then I went to like the Odd Future Carnival and like I'm stopped there and I'm just like 
guys like I'm just like a normal person but I guess like we see ourselves differently mm -hmm. and I don't understand how much influence I had over other people's lives and so I'm just and I stop and, and like just the other day I was in Target with her with my puppy and mm -hmm. this girl like came up to me and she was like talking to me and she's like I'm so surprised I'm talking to you like a normal person and I was like how else was I gonna talk to you yeah. like you're like an animal or something like I'm just so regular and I think people even like when I, I was in school while Antium was airing mm -hmm. and kids would like recognize me and I oh, wow. yeah and I, they would just be like oh my god like I can't believe like you're just a regular person and you treat us all regularly <laughs> and I was like what I'm gonna do walk around like a yeah. like a is that a compliment? Yeah, like, no, am I'm I gonna yes, yeah, but like, is. am I gonna walk around like an evil person because like I was given this opportunity to be on ANTM and I'm like so blessed for it? Like, no, like I'm not yeah. gonna treat anyone differently. So I feel like my like how I viewed people didn't change at all. But I think That's it, good. I think it just made me like way more appreciative for like the life I was given and way more appreciative for like the support I was given. And um, I think talk to people a little more because before I, I kind of had like a little more social anxiety. And so I was like, just like, I would talk to people, but not as much, but now I'm just like, yeah, I want to hear like how everyone's doing. And like, I want to give people like the time of day, but there's sometimes when it was like a little much, like I was in the doctor's office one time and this girl was like recording me and just oh, really? like, yeah. And I was like, I'm like really sick. And like, I really didn't want that, but it's also like, I, like, what if she's like, I met Kyla and she's so rude. So it's like, you yeah. know, there's kind of that additional pressure to like be extra nice. But yeah, do you ever get that feeling like um, you're going somewhere where you feel like you'll be recognized mm -hmm. and you have this stress? Yes, like, so much airport. Like I'm always just yeah. like, oh man. And luckily my friend, like none of my friends are really in the industry. They're all like the friends I've, I had before mm -hmm. ANTM really. Um, and so they're very good with that. And like they can tell when I'm like getting nervous or like if they, I get stopped like, one time I got stopped at Coachella and I was with two of my friends and like this guy's like, can you take a picture of like us? And my friend's like, sure. And then he looked at my friend and he's like, you'll be next. <laughs> and it was like kind of weird, but they're really like oh, great with it. And like, I've been stopped like eating dinner and people will like um, ask and my friends are like so cool with it. But oh, like sometimes good. I get really, really nervous and I'm just like, yeah. oh, I don't know how it's gonna be. And like going to your hometown is where I get oh. the most nervous. Cause yeah, cause mine has like 40,000 people. Oh yeah. And so it's like Absolutely. hometown hero, which I'm like still appreciative. And my town's so small that everyone already knew me anyway, but I'll go to okay. like Dutch Bros. You guys, did you have Dutch Bros in Seattle? Um, I don't think it makes it. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. But do you know what it is? Yeah, it's a coffee course. stand, yeah. So we have Dutch Bros, shout out to all the people in the Pacific Northwest who <laughs> you know what it is. Yes. But one time they were like this like, person at Dutch Rose was like oh my god like my cousin like went to kindergarten with you and I was like oh like yay like what am I <laughs> cool. supposed to say to that yeah like <laughs> awesome but also yeah. like why does that matter because like I like this doesn't matter you know and they also didn't give me a free drink so oh my <laughs> anyone from Dutch Rose is listening <laughs> thanks for what making the heck me people yeah what the heck <laughs> I was so nervous and I like and I was getting it for me and my best friend and I was like driving to her house and I was like sweating in my hands and my palms because like everyone was just like hey, like, you're the girl. And I'm just like, oh yeah, gosh. but also, like, where's my free drink? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. How funny. But they, they've given me free before when I was just a regular person, like, in high school. So it's like, now they expect me to have, like, all this money <laughs> that I just can buy you can drink. Pay for your coffee yeah, time. I guess I can pay $10 for Red Bull. <laughs> but, yeah, was it like that for you? It was, like, so hard to transition because of, like, the recognition? Yeah, I mean, that was so weird to me in the yeah. beginning. And like just so bizarre out of this world you know because 
it's not like we were slowly growing our career and like slowly becoming I mean not that we're famous but yeah you know like big celebrities they're slowly working on their career and gaining more recognition more recognition recognition ours was just literally boom yeah there it is yeah (laughs) and one episode like one season of tv like it's just everything completely changes yeah and for some of us who like did you have a following like a big following before I had a thousand followers I think before the show yeah which is like same I had like 700 and so it's just like I don't even remember but I didn't definitely not have a thousand but I totally remember like just everything like, our following growing and growing and I was just like wow like this is because even people like there was girls on my season who already had like 100k 200k yeah. and stuff like that so I'm sure they were used to like the comments and the likes and like having to turn your notifications off and like yeah. whatever but then there was so much that like a lot of learning in that department yeah there was a lot of stuff and then like want people wanting to like see your everyday life and right. even to this day people like post more and I'm like well like what do you want to see because yeah. I feel like I'm not interesting but I understand that like people are so interested and like and what I have to do, because I am interesting, just not to myself, because I've been living with myself for 22 years. So it's <laughs> yes. like, it's hard. That's a good and, way to put it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, and even like my face, like I never understood Instagram, like when I was younger, because like, you're just posting yourself. Like we all know what you look like, but it's also like, people just want to know what you're doing. And like, yeah. I follow people because like, I want to know what they're doing. Right. So my dog is eating the mic. <laughs> <laughs> That's not <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, so people just like want to want to know like what you're doing and that was like so bizarre to me they're yeah. like you guys are interested in like what I have to say like wow especially I feel like kind of being a woman people are not interested in what you have to say ever like it's always like <laughs> next yeah. you know it's like that yeah. that sort of thing and so I feel like when people were actually like whoa like we care about your political views I'm like wow really yeah, like, I've been, voice all yeah, like I've been screaming mm-hmm. this stuff at people for years but like out in the field like at protests and whatever yeah. but like now people on social media want to hear like what I have to say like this is sick yeah you do have a very powerful voice yeah after the show which i loved and i love and i'm so grateful for that i feel like if one of the main things i'm grateful for antm is the platform because i feel like um i'm a little bit more than just like modeling and like being in front of a camera and stuff like that and so i feel like having a platform is something i'm so grateful for because i have things like this where i can talk to people about like their lives and their experiences and hopefully help other people more than just a pretty face. More than just <laughs> more than just a pretty face and more than just a model. And yes. also I feel like that's something that we're starting to see in 2018 is more models speaking out on just anything. Yeah. Like anything Very that true. makes them uncomfortable or things that make them upset or like struggles they've been through, which mm-hmm. I really appreciate because we all live these lives that aren't so glamorous. Uh-huh. <laughs> but then when we can share that with people, they can be like, hey, like they're normal Me humans too. like us. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, we're going to take a quick little break, but when we come back, I'm going to talk to India about her little DJing that she likes to do. Mm. Hey guys, I'm back here talking with India. Hello. And we're talking all things ANTM. Um, I just had a couple questions about your cycle because I know you guys had a host that was different than ours. Yes. And you guys were the first cycle that had a host that's different from any other cycle. Right. And you're the first cycle that had like this new flip of judges who I love and adored. And yes. I'm so grateful for the judges. Me as and well. I don't take any slander against them because I truly, truly love them. Good. And I'm not just saying that. They were great people. And it was cool to get like insight from so many different people with like different mm-hmm. paths different backgrounds yeah so how was it having Rita Ora as your judge I loved Rita I loved having her as our host she yeah. was amazing and I ended up signing with her management the, oh, wow. the people that managed her yeah managed past tense oh <laughs> me um but obviously that led to so many amazing opportunities that I couldn't even 
have dreamt of and it all happened because Rita was our host instead of Tyra. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, it was interesting at first to find out that Tyra wasn't our host. Yeah, because like, that's kind of what you sign up for. Yeah. Without Tyra. But honestly, I couldn't imagine it any different. And I love Tyra and uh, I'm always a big fan, but I actually am very grateful yeah. that Rita was our host. Which is great that yeah. you look at it that way because I feel like um, even when people people will ask me, like, oh, you were on ANTM, didn't you have Rita Ora? And I'm like, no, oh, really? I didn't. Yeah, and I say, like, no, I didn't. And they're like, oh, good, because, like, I can't imagine, like, having a host that's not Tyra, which is true. Like, I feel it like growing up, like, that, yeah. yeah, that's what you think. But also, like, Rita did a good job. And she's, like, a beautiful person, and she's extremely talented. Yeah. And she, like, held it down for the time being. Like, yeah. it would have been obviously great to have, like, Tyra because she's – the queen of everything right. but Rita was like who knows what the results too. would have been yeah. if Tyra was my host yeah you who knows know? what it would have been and like you maybe wouldn't have been with that yeah. management so it's like everything happens for a reason yeah and you looked at it in a good way yeah which is amazing who is your favorite judge um I feel like I love Ashley because I love everything she stands for and we even had conversations about like reverse racism and how it's not real and like she's very like socially aware and I love that in her yeah but Drew, I feel like, went to bat for me a lot because, like, he's, Drew's, even after, Drew, like, messaged me, like, keep up the good work, like, whatever, and then he, like, still follows me and, like, follows a lot of the girls, and um, I really like Law, too, because he was really honest, and people, like, I think, shy away from Law because he's very harsh in their words, but I'm, like, used to tough love, like, athlete, like, you know, he's just telling you bluntly how it is, and sometimes people say, like, his criticism isn't constructive, but it's also, like, he is very helpful, and there was a time when I was just crying a lot, (laughs) because, and I don't think they aired it, I cried the, like, the episode after, like, the makeover episode, just because, like, I don't know, I was honestly PMSing, and I was just crying, (laughs) and it was, like, the first week there, yeah, and just overwhelmed, and so I was just crying a little bit more than I probably should have been, and Law was like, you just should stop crying, and I stopped after that, like, I just didn't really cry, yeah, and I was like, if it wasn't for him just being, like, girl, just wipe your freaking tears and like move on then you know maybe I wouldn't have been as successful so I'm really appreciative for him but so I feel like Drew and Law I'm really thankful and I feel like Drew like went at bat for me so often so I feel like he's like my favorite but um obviously Tyra too but I feel like Drew is like he's and Drew would like come to things that like we would film for like commercials and stuff mm-hmm. um, or like promo that wasn't like for the episodes and he would come and like creative direct Aww. them. Yeah, so he That's was sweet. He's yeah, my, he's my favorite. Always, yeah, he was really he I was really him. hands on. Yeah. And so I just feel like and like sometimes I would cry of gratefulness just because yeah. I was like like you guys are doing this and like beyond the beyond like what you're required to do, you're doing and like I was like, what did I, like, do to deserve this? And I was just, yeah. like, always so grateful because, like, the fact that, like, Drew is, like, coming to just, like, offer extra advice or, like, Law, sometimes he would offer extra advice and, like, they're not getting paid to do that. They're not right. they're not getting filmed to do that. And there was a lot of stuff that the judges helped us with behind the scenes. And yeah. Stacy too. She wasn't a judge, but she... Oh, yeah, she, gosh, Stacey, that's Yeah, funny. she helped a lot with, like, runway and just every... Like, those clips are, like, 10 seconds, but she was working mm-hmm. with us on our walks for, like, hours. Yeah. And so I feel like they all did so much for us. And so it's like, I feel like when the girls like kind of talk bad about the judges, it kind of hurts my heart a little bit because it's like, they did a lot for us. Yeah. Like regardless of how your experience went on the show, like you were helped. Like you, and you you have to, yeah, yeah, you improved, you were helped. Maybe it quote hurt your career in some way, but also like you got exposure and you got 
you got followers and what you do with the cards you're dealt, it's up to you now. And like maybe it didn't, like I feel like sometimes people have the perception of you're gonna go on ANTM and then you're gonna get all these huge campaigns and you're gonna work with all these big designers, which yeah. is understandable because you think that, but also that's not really the reality because you have to put in work as well. Right. That's something that's been pretty hard too, as you probably have felt, is like this fan base that we've acquired all of a sudden yeah. is just expecting us to go so to much. all the fashion weeks yeah. and like walk for Donatella Versace. Versace. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Like just, I want to see, like everyone always says, like I want to see you as Alexander Wang's new muse. Okay, well then can you text him and tell yeah, him exactly. to put me in, in his new campaign? Because it's like, we have to go, you guys, did you want to, you didn't win a contract with Next, but you're with Next, right? Right. So we won a contract with Next. Oh, I would okay. Did. But, but now I, you're not with them. I ch- yeah, I chose not to sign with them. Um, okay. I have a mother agent in Seattle. Long mm-hmm. story short, I felt that the agency I'm with is a better fit for me, and they are a great fit. I love them to death, and Good. I'm signed on every board. They're amazing. amazing. Yeah, and they go to bat for me all the time. They find me good work, and I love them. Good. But also, I feel like a lot of my followers are like, you should be with Next. Like, they're such a great agency and blah, blah, blah. But it's also like you don't really know like who's a good agency and like what if they have like a hundred girls next is a huge agency they could yeah. have hundreds of girls that look like me and i could get no jobs right and like so i feel like my agency was a good fit but my followers too will be like well where is like this campaign this campaign well i go to castings they just don't want me sometimes <laughs> like that's the, no, it's a lot of lot of pressure yeah that's really how it works that. and it's just that's kind of also too i wanted to create this podcast so people could understand that like not everything like just because you're on the show doesn't mean you get to be the new face of Maybelline cosmetics like it doesn't mean you get like we worked with Pantene for our cycle doesn't mean you get like I don't get a hair campaign just because I was on the show in fact a lot of times people don't like that you were on the show yeah which is fine I'm glad I did it as I'm sure you are but a lot of times it's a turn off turn off or they just don't care they're like oh okay cool cool, nice yeah because it it is at the end of the day is reality tv and there is stuff because I didn't know modeling at all so there's stuff that I totally learned about like modeling from the show because I knew nothing but some girls I wonder like who have been doing it for 13 years like I wonder if they like could think like think otherwise because they they already knew so much that it's just like at that point is it hurting you or helping you but for sure I think it helped me because I I learned so much and you were well behaved yeah I was well behaved that's a bonus too I think you have a better um I don't know, you have better success afterwards and a better outlook on yeah, the show just being if nice. you're well-behaved yeah. during the show. Yeah, and I feel like that that is true, though, that some clients will be like, oh, like, like, we don't, like when I was looking for agencies in L.A., like, I met with a ton, and they were just, like, some of them were like, you were on what show? Like, because some of them aren't even, yeah. like, from America, so they don't even know what it is. And so it's like, it doesn't always help your career. It doesn't always hurt your career, but it doesn't right. always help your career either. But I would say it helps in the sort of socialite oh, aspect, obviously, sure. and attending, yeah. like doing red carpets and doing all this press stuff and yeah. but doing we didn't, crazy we didn't opportunities really get that, like that. Though. You didn't? We didn't do press. Because I remember you guys went, you guys did that whole Facebook like battle or whatever, didn't you guys? Oh, we yeah. didn't even do stuff like that. Okay. So it's like we didn't have much press. We didn't like, we like didn't do anything with like VH1 really so you guys I remember when you guys were doing your cycle you guys did things like you guys did interactive things with your fans so like you had like a Facebook version of like Antim or something where the the Facebook got a vote for like their favorite model or something right we didn't do stuff like that we didn't have like extra promo we didn't have like challenges it was just the promo we do our exit interview that's it like we didn't do anything with VH1 like any events any red carpets 
But maybe it's just like different timing. Like maybe. Oh yeah, and I think they were really trying to push my our season because it's like the comeback. Who's gonna watch? Tyler's not even the host. Yeah. It's on a new channel. I'm so confused. So I think they had to do a lot to a lot keep people problem. involved. And, yeah. Um, I think they were successful in that, doing all those, yeah, red carpets and Facebook things, and we would go to other VH1 shows. Yeah, which premieres. I wanted to do that. Like, RuPaul, like that's what, that was yeah. so fun. I saw you guys doing that, and I was like, this that's what I signed up for, yeah. but, like, we didn't get to. And also, I feel like, I don't know, maybe it was different, too, because, like, um, Tyra, I think she, I mean, she has so much to do that it's probably, like, she's just not available for, like, yeah, to do all certain things. Stuff, exactly. Yeah, so that could be it as well. I'm not like, oh man, like I didn't get to do it, but I feel like that would have yeah. been like a fun addition. But after the fact, how about are were you able to? I don't know. What I was saying earlier about being A and T M has helped with becoming a socialite, sort of, is yeah. even after the show, um, getting invited to these red carpets oh, and yeah, crazy events and things like that. Yeah, I mean, that's something that is just crazy, and I could have never imagined. Yeah. Um, but I would say that's where America's Next Top Model helps. Not yeah. as much with modeling, which is what everybody expects, right? Exactly. But. And that's that's exactly it, is that it does help with the following and then, like, going to, like, events and getting, like, free makeup and clothes and, yeah. like, whatever. But also, it doesn't help with, like, you go into a casting and they're like, we want her. We saw her on right. Cycle 24. She did so good at that one shoot with that tarantula. Like, put her, <laughs> put her in this campaign. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that's, that. that's not how it works. It, it's way different. It's... You go in just like every other model, and they look at me. They're like, she's a tall, light-skinned, curly hair. Do we want her? Yes or no? That's yeah. just how it goes. And um, I wish more people kind of understood that because it's kind of frustrating when people are always like, we want to see you doing this, and I want to see you doing that. Like, oh, me too. Like, yeah. I want to see me doing <laughs> this. Yeah, like, I want to see me on, like, this magazine and in this. And I'm trying, and I'm working towards that, but I have to work towards that. Yeah. Like, I don't – I'm just like everybody else. I'm just like every other model who started modeling at – 21 years old like they all started the same way like I'm still <laughs> I'm sorry my tummy's rumbling <laughs> I'm still building my book like yeah. just like everybody else and like did you use the images from Antium in your book because my book has none uh the paper shoot that's the only oh one. yeah but yours was so good oh thank you and you couldn't yeah. tell that I had purple hair in that photo I think that's why they kept it oh because it was like really really slicked, slicked back, back yeah. so you couldn't tell um but did you use any no. no, none. I think wow. my mother agent used the one with like Ashley for like a little because I looked like good and like yeah. my face looked really fresh, but also I don't think anything else, especially because I don't know. I don't know why they didn't. I feel like because it was so, uh, some of them were very like kind of overproduced. Overproduced but. and for a book like mine, like to have like these random images that are overproduced, but I just do like beauty shots and like yeah. m- more basic things that like looks really weird. Right. Um, but yeah, I kind of wish that we got to use more or we did more shoots that we could like use in our book. But that's what now is for. Yes, now exactly. is for building your book. And and is this so is your goal to model, to be a model? That's what you. Well, no, of course, you said you have all of your other things going on. But yeah. I guess like career wise, bringing in revenue, modeling is. how. Yeah. For now. Yeah. yeah. For now, while I'm still young and cute and my yep. look is like wanted. Take advantage of so, it. Yeah. That's <laughs> literally what I say to everyone um, because everyone when they, you say you're a model, they're like, um, that's like not going to hold up. And yeah. you're like, OK, like I get it. Like my time's almost up. <laughs> like relax. <laughs> but um, yeah, for now. And I, I am building my book and I'm working and like 
um, I'm, I just moved to LA like a few months ago and like when my lease is up, like who knows, maybe I'll move to like a different country, like who knows what I'll do. I'm only 22, so I still have a bunch of time. But um, yeah, modeling's what I'm doing now, but what I was in school for before was to be a teacher, like a preschool oh, teacher. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so, Amazing. and I just, actually on my way here, I drove past teachers in LA, they're on strike. Oh, right. Yeah, and That's I'm just right. like, wow, oh, I God. wish I was like in that, like <laughs> I wanna be like on strike, like I wanna be a teacher. <laughs> and my dog is crawling on the table. Do you think she'll go to you? Hi. <laughs> Slowly but surely. Hello. So I but I feel Ooh, like I can oops, always sorry, I can always go back to school and I can always be a teacher when I'm forty and married and have kids. Yes. And it's convenient. Exactly. But for now I wanna just um yeah, we're, and I, I feel like I wanna get more into like influencing in the sense of like speaking about things that are always on my mind that I don't. Like not influencing like selling this and selling that because yeah that pays bills and I would I kind of have to do that but also I want to just be like more on the long lines of like here's what's going wrong with the world here's what you can do yes, like here's absolutely. my opinions on this um but I've always been so I guess shy to do that um because I've been more used to doing it in real life yeah um but now that I have a following of x amount of people like why not just and I feel like whenever I post politics I always lose followers which yeah. is fine though because it's gonna happen yeah because in, I th- I feel like in people's mind and this is what happened a lot during the show is that I was still going to college so I wasn't test shooting I was living in Portland like I, I made a really good friend out there who's a photographer but it's also like it's not like modeling really out there so it's like yeah. I te- did like two test shoots like while Antium was airing and so many people were like you're not like the other girls like this person's shooting and this person's doing that I was like she's in LA like she has Isn't an agency already yeah I can't believe it. yeah I was like she already has an agency she's been modeling before the show I'm literally going to college and I'm doing homework right now as we speak like I can't just yeah. up and do a test shoot and a test shoot it doesn't mean that you're getting booked on jobs and I feel like people confuse that too. Like I can do hundreds of test shoots. Exactly. Anyone can do hundreds of test shoots, but it doesn't mean you're always getting paid for them. Well, to to our followers, it yeah, looks they like, think. Oh my God, they're shooting all the time. They're making so much money. This yeah. and that. And like, no, I'm, those are those, those are just free. Those are free. Yeah, some because some some test shoots are paid, but most I feel like are free. Yeah, and also it doesn't like it helps build your book, of course, but it's also like it doesn't get you money. Like yeah. it doesn't give you actual money. And it takes hours to shoot them. But they're always really fun. And, like, I have a lot of, like, friends that I've made out here. Sorry, I'm sorry. I've had a lot of friends that I've made out here who, like, we do shoots together. And so it's, like, always fun. But it's also, like, it's not paid. So when people are always saying, like, post more, post more. Do you want to see my e-com that I did? Because I don't think you do. Like, do you want to see my legs? Because that's all I've got for you. Right. Because sometimes that's just how it works. Like, Mm -hmm. sometimes you get, you can go on a big campaign and you'll have, like, really cool content. And sometimes you'll just have test shoots that maybe aren't that great and you don't really like any of the images. And then sometimes you'll have e-com, which is, like, your legs and you want a white background. So... A lot of my followers are always, like, asking if I'm still doing modeling, if I neglect to, like, post a modeling photo in a while, and I'm sure it's, like, the same for you, because it's not always consistent work, and, like, we do have lives outside of just modeling, so, like, for you, like, how is, do people, like, wonder if you still model, or, like, do they demand demand work? (laughs) They do say lots of things like that. Um, It's a really weird balance on social media, because you want to be yourself and show your personality and all this, but our followers who are 90% from America's Next Top Model yeah. want to see us doing weird modeling shoots. Yeah, they really and do. like you said, most of the shoots that we do here in LA are, you know, lifestyle, econ, yeah. lifestyle, <laughs> smiles, yeah. you know, um, not the most interesting things. Yeah. Sometimes I think we should share those more often because they'd at least be like, oh, look, she's doing something. Yeah, seriously. Um, but I've recently been trying to 
yeah, do more tests and be a little bit more creative on my test shoots so that I can just post content that they want to see. Yeah. Um, because it's still being authentically me, of yeah. course. Um, but I want to make people happy, I guess. And yeah, which kind of sucks because it's like it is our social media. Yeah. And like we should just be allowed to like post what we want. And just like, our day-to-day lives. Yeah, just our Hello, day-to-day I'm lives. bowling today. You yeah. know, whatever. I'm still a model, but now I'm just bowling. Yes. <laughs> like I'm, I'm going to castings. I just don't have anything to give you guys right now because yeah. especially because it's like kind of slow, like clearing up slow season. Right. So it's like there wasn't a lot of work. And mm-hmm. so it's like... Do you really want to see me like sitting in a chair like doing test shoots? Because I totally could show you that, but also like I don't feel like showing that, and yeah. I feel like. But sometimes it's just like, fine, I guess I'll do it, which kind of sucks because it I is. Know. It plays yeah, with your mind a lot. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of pressure comes from like followers and maintaining like your image as America's Next Top Model. I yeah. feel like that's a little bit different for us. And for me, a lot of people like I took it out of my bio um, that oh, I was on ANTM. Yeah, and a lot of people were like going crazy over it and I was like it's nothing personal I'm reaching for my dog sorry <laughs> I was like it's nothing personal it's not like I hate ANTM but I feel like in order for me to be successful at this point I need to kind of build myself as a model now and yeah. like thank ANTM for the opportunity and like all the you know followers they gave me but also like I need to build my book and I, I feel like I look at the other girls like Winnie Harlow mm-hmm. like she after ANTM went to Europe completely built her book, rebranded herself, and is so successful, walks for Philip Pline, like yeah. um, Victoria's Secret, like she's so successful. And I, I'm not saying like all of our careers can be like hers, but I feel like I'm at the point where I'm kind of tired of people just assuming that I should be a certain way because I'm ANTM. Yeah. And so to take off that additional pressure, I like um, took out of my bio and everyone's like, well, you're just ungrateful you won. Like someone else should have won. No, I'm so grateful. And I'm literally owe my life to the people that made mm-hmm. this happen, but also, it kind of bites me in the butt sometimes because it's like you should be doing this because you're ANTM and you should be doing that but that's not how things work like right. you have to kind of take things at your own pace and I'm been in, I've been signed with my agency since July it's January so oh, I've been having to build okay. a book for that long like because yeah. I don't have a book like I don't have a modeling portfolio I'm and building LA is different even if you did you exactly have to redo everything you have to redo everything so I've been building a book since August essentially mm-hmm. to now and that's like that's that what time. yeah that's not that much time and yeah. I've been building a book for just x amount of time still while trying to like do other things to like pay my bills and like whatever which is mainly like influencing and yeah. stuff like that but it's a lot of work and it's like just because you're on ANTM doesn't mean you got you got all these jobs handed to you and you, you right. still have to work hard and I feel like that's something they teach you is you have to work hard and they say that like once you're out of here and also I don't know if it's the same for you but for me like my body I'm a two four dress but my hip measurements are bigger because I was an athlete yeah that kind of on ANTM they didn't care I gained weight on ANTM and they said wow you look like you've been doing crunches and I <laughs> hadn't been I actually gained like 11 pounds which is like a lot for me like that's not yeah I don't just gain and lose weight like that so I gained a lot of weight but in the real world your hips are 37 yeah. like mine and it's like well we don't you don't really fit the clothes how we want you to or you're you're too curvy yeah. and for this and so that's kind of how things work like that's such a good point i always forget to mention that that on america's next top model they're so accepting so accepting of different body types yeah. and um as much as i would like to say the industry is changing that's just not how it is like especially when you're going in for the e-com jobs and yeah. things like that they they see you know 36 37 on your card and they're just like what what is this girl doing? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. You're, you wear a size four? Yeah, no way. Yeah. Bye bye. Which is still so small. Yeah, but it's like for the, for ecom jobs and 
um, I say this all the time, like I, there's been jobs that I've been booked on and then I get there. And like some, some brands I've worked with are like, they're like, oh, like you look so good. Like your hips look great in these, but some people are like, this isn't fitting her well, give it to the next model. Yeah. And it's like, that's kind of shameful to be like, this doesn't look good on you. I We're know. gonna give it to this girl next to you. And so then you're like, okay, so like, does she look better than me? Which is not the case. It's just the clothes fit her more towards how they want yeah. it to. But I, on ANTM, like on my cycle, I think it was all about breaking boundaries. So we had no age limit. So right. we had a lady who was 41 or 42. Yeah. And then I was the youngest. I was 20. And we had. You were the youngest. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then we had like um, people from just all walks of life. And like every like um, we had like, I think a few, a few curve girls. We didn't have just one. We had a few. We had all skin tones and sexualities mm-hmm. and just everything. But in the real world. My body, when I was considered, you know, I'm still considered a straight size model, but I was gaining weight and every outfit, like they, and we worked with Philip Lyme, like he's a high fashion mm-hmm. designer and like the clothes fit me well, but it's like, I go come to LA and it's like, I can work for like not really high fashion brands and just like regular right. brands. And it's like, still the clothes aren't like how they want them to look on me. And it's just kind of frustrating because it's something that you know, you can't really change about yourself. Yeah, and exactly. it's something I don't really want to change about myself. That is good. Cause I feel fine and I feel like I look fine. But then it's also like sometimes in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, well, if I just like lose 30 pounds and maybe I'll be, you know, more wanted, but I never want to sacrifice like that. Your happiness or my happiness and values. Yeah. And I don't want other girls because this is something I do and I don't know if you do, but I look at other models who are really successful now and I'm like, wow, they lost a bunch of weight and now they're working for Dior and Chanel and Balmain and then it's like me I'm like okay well I'm kind of their size that they were before yeah now if I lose 30 pounds like would I be working for these brands but it's also like I don't want another girl to think that and another girl right. to think that because I chose to take that path but maybe I could be the one girl that like did have wider hips but she did get a walk for Dior and Balmain and yeah. so forth and so I feel like um my biggest goal is just to kind of stay true to myself and yeah if I lose a little bit of weight for a job because like I'm gonna show my stomach and I just want to have a little more tone then that's fine but I don't want to because even after the season so many people were asking me like oh my god you're losing weight rapidly and it wasn't that I was losing weight I was losing the weight that I gained oh, on the really? show <laughs> yeah I wasn't like in a depression or anything like people were assuming yeah I mean and, they'll just say anything yeah they'll say really. yeah seriously and there a lot of people were like you're industry like now you're industry transplant like you don't speak on politics anymore and you're you're too skinny and it's like it's not that I don't speak on politics and I, I'm not conscious thinking about it. It's the fact in my normal life I do, but it's like on social media, I don't think to do it also because like people don't really respect that. People don't respect when I say stuff like that. But I think in 2019, I've told myself like, I'm just going to like stop giving a fuck. Yes, like I'm really just going to be good. like, I'm losing followers, whatever. Like I'm going to gain the followers that are meant for me. Like I'm going to be more authentic to myself and not that I wasn't authentic before, mm-hmm. but it's more so that just like, I feel like I wasn't being who I really wanted to be. Like I was portraying yeah. like, not a fake lifestyle but I was like always happy and like whatever and like modeling and this and that but it's like that's not the reality of my life like I'm not always happy yeah that was a goal of mine too for 2019 just to be um genuine on social well it was finding the balance between being my absolute 100% self and then also using this platform still showing people that I model and um sort of I like to say giving myself a reason to live in LA because I'm not an LA type of girl. Yeah, oh, same. But yeah. I, we're here. Yeah. So we better be doing something. Yeah. Like there has to be some reason that we're in LA, right? Yeah. So I want to still model and do that and make people happy on social media while still 
finding a way to like share things that are very personal to me or, you know, showing people like what actually makes me happy. Like every single Saturday I go and play volleyball. Yeah. Who would know that? Because I don't post it anywhere, yeah. you know. But you should so, because people yeah. and people I feel like I feel like the right type of people will be so appreciative to see that. Yes. Like they're like, wow, like she plays volleyball, like just like me. Like maybe I could one day be like her. And I feel like the more vulnerable you are, the more people can relate to you. Yeah. But it's just so hard to be vulnerable. Yeah. It really is. And I always like I have so many friends who are like influencers and I look up to them. Like they're my everyday friends, but I look up to them because they're so vulnerable and I aspire mm-hmm. to be like that. Let's do it in 2019. Yeah, 2019. <laughs> Share more about yeah, ourselves. Our Instagrams are going to be, you guys are going to see everything yes. about me. And even on Twitter, just tweeting like my feelings. Like I don't ever use Twitter, but it's like people would love, people would love that. Have a little insight into your real life. Yeah. Yeah. So now that ANTM's done, we are in LA, you're living here. You've been here a year? Yeah, a year and a half. A year and so. a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're sed- settling in. Um, what's next for you? What can we expect from you coming up? Well, uh, though it may not seem like it on my my own social media, I I do sort of love the art behind social media and um, kind of studying social media. Yeah. And um, I'm actually starting a – actually, I think I already told you that. Yeah. I'm starting a social media – influencer app type of thing. Um, I don't want to give away too much because it's not really set in stone, but that's in the works. And um, I'm sort of working just with influencers and things like that, trying to get them work, um, starting to grow my my database, I guess, yeah. meeting brands and things like that. So I would say look out for that, but also don't worry. I'll keep modeling. Yeah. I'll keep posting fun things. <laughs> and if she doesn't post that she's not modeling, it doesn't mean that she's not modeling. Right. She I just still am. doesn't have content for you right now. Yes. But stay tuned. Don't unfollow. Yeah. It'll be there. <laughs> don't <She's> unfollow. <laughs> don't unfollow her. But you're working on an app, which is amazing. Yeah. So building that, um, yeah. that's another sort of goal for 2019 is like actually get that nailed down because I've been yeah. working on it for a while now. So, But it takes time. Stuff takes time. But we live in this culture where it's like you have to have this produced in like an hour and it's yeah. like things can take years and years. Absolutely. But kicking it into high gear this year. Yeah. it's. All, I always think the new year is such a great way to just like refresh and actually stick to something and yeah. I like deadlines and timelines so yeah. I say okay January's rolled around come on let's let's, let's get, let's get this thing going <laughs> yeah that, 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 so. that'll be cool and it will help a lot of people too especially because yeah. there's a whole career in influencing yes and people. I don't feel like there's a proper platform out there, there right a... now even though I'm on a couple of them it, yeah I don't think they do all the things that we need mm-hmm. um and that we want so I'm hoping I can as an influencer really help people like us who have a following and maybe aren't, you know, monetizing. Monetizing it. Yeah. Which is so important too. And I feel like ever since I was able to influence, I realized that like some modeling jobs, like for big brands, they'll say like the price of like the day, like the day rate. And then I can like influence for a brand and get twice that. Do one post. Do one post and it's double working for like big brand names. And so I feel like that's great that you're doing that and you're helping people realize that like they're worth something like, and you can monetize your account and like, I mean, even 10,000, 15,000 followers, like, those people can be making money. So I just want to help those people who are awkwardly like, wait, I have a following. Why aren't I making money? Why can't I quit my job yet? Things like that. And not getting scammed by brands because a lot of you can totally get scammed. I've had that happen. Yeah, (laughs) me too. But, yeah, that's great that you're doing that and helping other people. Yeah. Thank you. Of course. (laughs) Um, Is that all you want to say? Is there anything else you want to say, like, about Mm, what you're doing? I think that's it. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you so much, India, for being here. Yes, thank you for having me. Of course, I've been wanting to talk to you for forever. And I'm happy this is how we did it. 
My puppy's Me sleeping. Too. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so where can we find you on social media? It's at India Gantz across India the board. Gantz, yep. All across the board. And don't unfollow when you follow. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, and thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys like this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. And if you want to hear about the not-so-glamorous life of being a model, stay tuned next week. Bye.